0: Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
1: With the big bold flavour of HP sauce. Making breakfast. Legendary. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Alan Cochran and Emily Dean. You can text the show on 81215, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or you can email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Margaret. Um no. not Margaret. Elizabeth. No. no.
2: Pauline,
1: no. June, no. Teresa, <laughs> no. Sorry, we're just trying to guess um, Alan's mom's name. It's a bit of fun. Bit of fun. Uh, anyone want to text in any?
2: <laughs> That's why I'm doing an accent like Taggart.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, we know she's Scottish, but I mean that uh, and and a uh, maiden name. Can I say a maiden name? Is that yeah, right? Not, are. not, wasn't involved in any I international so. crime syndicates. I don't think so. Though. Lafferty.
2: So it's got to go with Lafferty. But he won't, like, he
1: won't be like Lulu Lafferty.
2: <laughs> no, she doesn't work in a night a, a sleazy club. <laughs> it's not
1: a <laughs> <laughs> M- Laffer- It's Mick Lafferty. M- Lafferty. M- Lafferty. was the theatre cat, wasn't it? Jeanette. Well, is that true? Anyway, maybe we should come back to it off <laughs> air.
2: Is it definitely not Jeanette? <laughs> it's
3: definitely
1: not Jeanette. I think he'll you know sure? his own mother's name.
2: Oh, well, you say that.
1: More Egg. <laughs> <laughs> Moor Egg. <laughs> wow. Now I'm sweating up. I'm, I'm, I'm More operating egg. a boiler here that keeps the whole studio going. <laughs> <laughs> I've, got, I've got it. Go on.
2: Wendy.
1: No. Mm. no. Wendy. Wendy, Red Red Robin. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, stop it now. Otherwise, okay. I'll get obsessed again and just guess. Um, yes, yeah, so here we are this morning. I, I have a slightly um, coldy voice. Yeah. But um, I, I think it's going to be all right. I, I hadn't I have... noticed that until we were on the radio. No. no. It's, it's like... Almost as if I'm just putting it on. <laughs> yeah. I have Lem at my right hand and yeah. Daisy at my left hand.
2: You remind me of that guy I worked with once who rang in and said, I won't come into the office today. And I said, oh, I'm sorry. He goes, I hurt my leg. <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, what was happening to your voice then?
1: Oh, he got mixed up, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, dear. Which well, lie did I tell? I think people have tuned in and, and thought it was Charlotte Green, the voice of radio. But Maybe. no, it's me. It is me. And it was, um, I'm an older and wiser man than I was last year. Oh, yeah. Because I had a birthday on Wednesday. and um, got some lovely presents and all that it's very nice
2: tell them about your gift this morning from us
1: yes i got a lovely um 11th doctor theme. i did have mechanism resolution i wasn't going to talk about doctor who on the show anymore nevertheless i got an 11th doctor themed dressing gown so it's sort of tweed like the jacket what matt smith wore yeah with the elbow pads and everything. They didn't go for a dick. I thought they might have tried to blend it into the trousers as it got to trouser level, but they just continued the tweed.
2: And it looks like the fabric would be very safe around open fires, doesn't it?
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, probably not. But it's very... More tweed than there was on the the 11th Doctor. The tweed has burst its banks. Mm -hmm. Now, what if someone's just tuned in in Scotland... thinking, oh, no, I'll have to (laughs) re-root. Maybe I'll stop at Molly Cochran's house. Neil Lafferty. (laughs) Neil Lafferty means she's not, she doesn't doesn't laugh much. (laughs)
4: In Scotland.
1: (laughs) There'll be Neil Lafferty in that house.
4: (laughs)
2: What about the sonic screwdriver in the pocket? Oh, yes, yeah,
1: there's nice. a stitched-in scon- uh, sconic, sconic screwdriver. <laughs> that's it. I, it's all gone wrong. Yeah, so um, thank you all for that, and I shall wear it uh, against my naked flesh. Good to know. <laughs> yeah, I had a strange drive-in this morning. We, we, we stopped... Um, there was a man who was crossing the zebra crossing on a motorbike. No. Yeah, so he sat at oh, one no. end of the crossing... Oh. On a motorbike and then <laughs> went across. I thought that He's got completely what? confused. He right? seems
2: a rather timid character. That's.
1: I
3: mean, there's so many different contraventions of the highway code. Is it? Can you, <laughs> can you not officially cross a
1: zebra crossing with a. I'm what do you sure? get if you cross a zebra crossing <laughs> with a motorbike? <laughs> uh, a stripy Honda. <laughs> <laughs> no.
2: I like the way you always clasp an imaginary <laughs> cigarette. You
1: if you do that voice, you have to clasp an <laughs> yeah, imaginary. Yeah, that- uh, yeah, and then, and I'm not making these the things that just happened to me this morning on the way in. So that I thought that's odd. I've never seen a man crosses ever crossing on a motor, or 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 indeed a, a woman. Mm. And then um, we were driving along, and he and he he goes. R- the driver suddenly drives right into the gutter and slows down. And I thought, oh, ambulance! Clearly, it's an ambulance. Mm. Uh, a patisserie van <laughs> <laughs> um uh, overtook us. <laughs> what well, it was like you know, emergency
3: the, croissants. Yeah, like the pastry <laughs> must get through. <laughs> but there was
1: no um lights or anything. It's just I wondered if this guy worked in the um mm. worked there maybe when he was back in the old country.
2: I think it's he normally <laughs> is a uh, Rick Waller's driver.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe Rick Waller's emergency. <laughs> <laughs> Get 24 um, fairy cakes to Rick Waller. is <laughs> collapsed in Regent's Park. It is 2015, isn't it? it is yeah. my a Rick Waller joke.
2: Because he's still in, that chair, he's he? still <laughs> in right. the chair, isn't
1: he? He's in the chair, yeah. He is. We need another fat person in public life. You can't do her. Don't give me that. Don't mouth that to me.
0: You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio.
2: Frank rather <laughs> surreally, our texting this morning <laughs> appears to be "What is uh, Alan's mother's name?" Yeah, well,
1: it was never meant to become a texting, but it, these things happen.
2: Mm. Alison Powell has no. guessed. No, <laughs> uh, won't be night. <laughs> that. No, what, no she's guest. I'm no, sorry. She's one of our readers. Okay. She's guest Bridget.
1: No. Oh, Bridget Lafferty. I can see where she's coming from. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, uh sorry, Al.
3: We've also had a text from <laughs> Neil in Penge saying, "Morning, chaps. Is it Joan? Uh, no, but I had a granny, Joan." Well, well,
2: we're not just well, doing we got half the women in, in your family. What do we family? think? Half a
1: point. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think, anyway, let's, uh, let's keep going. <laughs> well, actually, we've had an email. Well, I, can, can I just know. say that? Mm. I seem to remember that we had had a conversation previously in which we, I, mentioned, I was talking about a song with a lady's name in it. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I'm wondering now if, if that's what triggered Alan mentioning his mum's name. Oh. if it was if it's like if she's called something like uh Layla. Mm. Yeah.
2: Le- no she doesn't
4: start right, as like, like Layla. If you can
1: imagine ding ling ling <laughs> on the bagpipes. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay. This very Scottish for a woman that's lived in England
3: so much time. Yeah. Oh, get, me. I find they get more Scottish when <laughs> yes. they live Scotland. Yeah. Ca- well, compensate. her
2: catchphrase, we know, is, so that's that. So <laughs> that's that. So that's a little clue for you there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's a clue, but it's an, it's an insight into a character.
4: Yeah.
1: So, A <laughs> um, big one. <laughs> so I, uh, I, I got some nice stuff. On, on, the, on the... Now we're on the Doctor Who theme. Kath bought me, uh, a Doctor Who... Oh. I, think, I think they might be called Play Sets. <laughs> And what what do you your
2: play set?
1: Well, you build, you build... <laughs> How old are you? No, but you build a set um, uh, for action figures, is the idea. Right. Okay. So when I got up, there was cake and flowers and loveliness, and um, there was also, on the coffee table, a scene of London being invaded by uh, Dalek spaceships. That must have oh. made you so happy. And uh, she said, um, one thing with that, I didn't, it wasn't until the last minute I saw the, the thing on the box, figures not included. So it was this oh. desolate, deserted <laughs> space for action figures with no action figures in it. There was even a hover boat, which is this thing, that a platform that Daleks go to fly on. No Dalek on it. Just look at look, look, like an abandoned vehicle. Like some oh. drunken Dalek had stolen it and joyriding. Yes. And then and just left it in a side street. Twocking.
4: You I want to do a mash-up.
2: That. We used to do that when we were younger and we didn't have the figures. So then you'd have, you know, that's all, like, Henry VIII and Nelson... Ended up um playing games like Daisy and Barbie games. Oh, <laughs> oh I
1: see. I've got um geese from Merlin, and I've got um the Roger Delgado Master, so I could bring those out.
2: Mm. I do a mashup. It'd Why be not? a bit
1: like um what was that Derek Jacobi, uh, Ian McKellen sitcom called?
2: Oh um, yes, I like that you're looking at me and not Alan. Well, I'm
1: looking at you because yeah. I bought you the box. Yeah, for and I can't day. remember what it's called. <laughs> now. Okay. Um, but it's, I, I could see those two playing those parts. Anyway, mm. uh, so that was um, rather splendid. It, it, it's, it's like when people buying something that needs you have to add to it reminded me of when people used to buy pewter tankards. Oh, yes. Mm. It's the most male gift. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to know if this still happens, but you used to go into pubs where blokes would have their pewter tankards. They'd taken them in and they'd uh-huh. be on a hook behind the bar. And when they'd gone, instead of having a glass, they'd get their beer in their own pewter tankard. Ah, oh. That could be another texting. That couldn't happen now, could it? Because you couldn't fit, like, a piece of lime. You couldn't get a piece of lime to wedge in the <laughs> top of one.
2: 285, Heathcliff.
3: No, her name is not Heathcliff. <laughs> and other sentences I didn't think I'd have to say today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's um, Yeah, it's not actually a song called Heathcliff, though, is there? Yeah, well,
2: it, it features in a case. It features, song. it
1: features. But I think it'd be something like Eloise, say. Do you remember that song?
0: Oh.
1: oh it's been a tough morning so far. <laughs> absolute,
0: absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
2: 194 hmm? has guest. Hi, all. Is it Veronica? That's from Rick and Vic in
4: the Gra- van. great
3: song. Uh, no, it's not Veronica. Um, Go on. For people just tuning in, uh, <laughs> we're trying to guess what my mum's first name is. Well, you're is. not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you we say that.
2: We have no but proof we, that we, he actually but knows. I think
3: we've got a winner, haven't we? Uh, we, have. we? We do have a winner. Emily Dean, are you going to reveal That's the winner? That's
2: not Emily Dean. <laughs> uh, 740, a.k.a. Ian Angle, who's huh? actually one of our regulars. Yeah, yeah. In a strange twist of fate. Mm hmm has uh, texted in to say, it's Irene, he says very confidently. I play tennis with Martin and Jeanette, his mum's friend. I can't
1: think of a punchline, though. Rarely for Ian, Mm. Angel, Mm. Angle. So he plays tennis with your mum's... (laughs) I know no, I picture your mum, you've sold her as some... You know mum doesn't play tennis. You've sold her as someone who... <laughs> she knows people who do. ...might take after you with half a, half a bo- wine bottle, if you crossed <laughs> her. Now she has friends down that, at the tennis that club. That
2: still stands,
1: that was all by all gone a bit Jackie O that in the Hamptons. <laughs> Irene. So it, it is from a song. Um, it went... It's, 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 well, Hoddy Ledbetter's Goodnight,
3: Irene. Oh, I thought you meant Come On Eileen, which is nearly the same, but not quite. Racist.
1: I think it um, been close. No, I think... Um, do you <laughs> know um, Good Night, Irene? No, I don't. Irene, good night, Irene, Irene, good night. Um, that's it, basically.
3: Still don't know it.
1: Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I live in the country, sometimes I live in the town. Sometimes I take a great notion to jump in the river and drown.
2: Oh. What a depressing song. <laughs>
1: Sounds OK, that's an official statement from... Uh, from the palace this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Cheery. Um, we actually
3: had an email in uh, yesterday. Um, I, I sometimes just scroll through and see what's happened yesterday. like a Friday night, don't I you? I do, yeah, yeah, I don't mind that. Good on you. Um, and
1: you know, last week you were discussing your snowman showers, you know, where you sort uh, of yeah, soak up. Yeah, the, in case you didn't, didn't hear last week, so what I do now, accidentally I've discovered this, I turn the water on in the shower, I get wet, then I turn the water off, I soap up unhindered by the trajectory of pouring water, till I'm completely white with soap, then I turn the water back on and um, and wash it off. It saves water, it's quieter, and um, you get yourself quieter. a proper... Yeah. It's quieter. <laughs>
2: And it's a, it's a lovely, soul-enriching experience. And it's mm. a
1: proper good soaping.
3: Well, it's interesting that you say it saves water, cos uh, we've had an email saying, Snowman showers. Frank, Emily and Alan, re-Frank's water-saving snowman showers... <laughs> When out on our narrow boat, we often use this method to keep water consumption low. When out boating, a full tank of water will normally last two of us for about four days for all cooking, washing and cleaning needs. Respect. My husband quickly cottoned on to the idea of how much water and money we wasted at home and set out on a mission to enforce time-restricted showers to our teenage boys. He sounds a laugh. According to his calculations, if we used as much water on the boat as they do in the shower at home, we would have to fill up the tank almost four times a day. Things came to a head when he stood outside the bathroom door with the kitchen timer and after three and a half minutes barged in the bathroom to turn off the shower, wow. telling them that time was up. I'm wow. sure Alan will like this money-saving tip, although don't try it on a woman because you can't interfere with hair washing and leg shaving. Good oh. tip. Good tip. Elaine,
1: 713.
2: You've revealed too much now. Me? Uh, no, she has. So it's, I really
1: feel like I've accidentally stumbled into a secret world of the, the snowman shower. It's good. I thought no one's ever done this before, but it turns out there was bunches of us down there. Mm-hmm. It's not like when people get like an illness and think I'm the only person in the world who has this like, phobia, for example. And then you go on the internet and find a society and you can speak to like-minded people. That's nice, isn't it? And yeah. to be
2: fair, you're not the first comic to think no-one's ever done this before.
1: No. <laughs> True. <laughs> Pasquale, he <heat. laughs> No. No.
0: Skinner, Dean and Cochran. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio.
1: I got um, some Wellington boots this week. Get
0: you. You oh, know
1: lovely. what? I am a welly. I'm, I'm not convinced I've ever owned a pair I suppose as a child yeah. I must have done.
3: And I thought you had everything. I yeah.
1: I really did. It's the thing, um, it was the one one thing left. Mm-hmm. And Kath bought me a pair. And also they're, um, what are they called? Hunter. Hunter <sighs> welly.
2: Stop it. Yeah. You've got hunters.
1: They're, they're the best, aren't they?
2: I can't even... Yes. Have you any idea how fashion-forward they are? Are
1: oh, really? they really? Yes, I've got some. <laughs> well, I see, I see the occasional, like, young Japanese woman in, in Wellingtons about town when, when mm. she doesn't need Wellingtons. Yeah. So I had a sense that they'd, they'd moved up a, a notch on the fashion Jimmy
2: Choo did a collab with them. Did he? That's
1: collaboration. Let's yeah. say he
2: did he, like he's a man who did something. No, that's um, what
1: I thought, did it? No, no. Um, did you... Cam um, Dodd just went past outside. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I was just waving. What colour
2: him. are they, Frank?
1: Black. Black as midnight on a moonless night. <laughs> 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 Is that what it says on the box? That's no, something that the, uh, the policeman in Twin Peaks said when they asked him how he liked his coffee.
2: <laughs> I've got a pair in baby pink. We should go on a ramble.
1: <laughs> yes, black and pink, Elvis's favourite colours. Is that right? Ladies and gentlemen... Yeah, so um a lot of added information in this link. Isn't like it great quick Peaks now, yeah, Isn't it great having um having I, I see I've in recent times as I've as I've aged I've started to favour a slip on. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm. It's much
1: easier. Yeah, you have, know, haven't you? Yeah. Uh, but a, a well I've realised now, <laughs> I'm I've half a mind to try jumping into them. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly think I could do that, but I need to get it videoed, don't I? Yeah. Yeah, because if I'm going to jump into them,
2: mm.
1: then yeah. that needs to be on YouTube, really.
2: You save a lot That'd of time, Frank, as well.
1: Jumping in? Yeah. Could one jump out, do you think? Yeah, well, just... If I you just... got sweaty enough. <laughs> I'm yeah. thinking of maybe one of those... You know, those chin-up bars you can now fit in. Just do I ever. In, in, yeah. and out, in and out of the wellies in that. That'd be great. <sighs> It'd be like Wallace and Gromit or something, wouldn't you? Well, I don't know, I have a problem if I buy lace-up shoes from shops.
4: mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: I don't know who laces up the shops in shoes, but they, they don't seem to be laced up with an idea of anyone ever putting them on. Yeah, they don't. don't I mean. They did the most bizarre sort of one tiny, tiny bit of lace, an inch long, and then one eight inches long, and tightly, <laughs> like some, like one imagines a, a geisha's shoes, a <laughs> done when they when they're trying to turn their feet into into like. Um, Snooker queue ends mm-hmm. when they're children.
2: <laughs> I'm a huge fan of uh, slip ons, mini cab I'm a slip-ons. huge fan of
1: the old geisha culture. Are uh, you? Yeah. No, <laughs> not really. What about
2: that neighbour Frank I used to have and he used to knock on the door and say, Can you tie my shoes up for me?
1: <laughs> did he? The older did guy. You
2: yeah. And I eventually just said, Just buy loafers and I shut the door. He used to, honestly, he asked me about Good three tip. times, Can you do my shoes up but for did me? You did you do, he do he it
1: li- a few times? Once. Okay. I was
2: young. I didn't know any better. What do you think? Do you think that's something odd? Is that a fetish?
1: What will happen? If if he'd been <laughs> murdered Is that, it? if he'd been murdered that day, mm. the police would have seen that knot and they'd have assumed he'd been murdered with no shoes on and that someone had put his shoes on afterwards because the knot would have been upside down. Oh yeah. Because if you're knotting them from his side, they're not the other way around. I got that from a Colombo episode.
2: It's <laughs> <laughs> up to date.
1: Yeah, you can learn, see these things, they're seen as light entertainment, popular culture, but there's always stuff to be gleaned. Yep, definitely. Always stuff to be gleaned. Remember that, kids.
0: The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio.
1: We've had a text in from um, Emily Dean's ex-neighbour. It just says, I've got concrete legs, for goodness <laughs> sake. <laughs> I didn't I've never heard of concrete
3: that's, that's inflexible. Um, we've also had a text from four two six saying, "Dear Frank, Emily and Alan, hearing Frank talking about how shoe shops do the laces on new shoes reminded me that I've missed my train to work twice this week as a result of the time it has taken me to figure out how to do the laces on my new shoes. This weekend, relacing my new shoes is top of my to do list. Yes, that is all.
1: Sure, I like that, that can get all. people in shops who
4: mm.
1: see what they do its because it's like you and the neighbor that they're, they're, yeah. they're not wearing them when they're doing them so mm. that they're, they're not thinking forward to the user they're that's not right, user yeah. friendly they're not user they're friendly not right. so yeah. that's the bottom line here's the thing i've got a new neighbor seems a nice chap who came around this week cool. and said um you know the old traditional cup of sugar oh yeah you yes. used to come and, come and borrow yeah of course you don't get that anymore Yeah." Mm. No. Um, what
2: is it these days?
1: Perhaps that's what that patisserie van was. Emergency cups of sugar delivery. Maybe, yeah. He said, um, could, could you tell me your um, Wi-Fi password? Cheeky. Oh. Um, because my Wi-Fi hasn't been put in yet, so, you know, we don't have any... And I said, yeah, that's fine. So I gave him my Wi-Fi password. Oh, pass- oh yeah.
2: that's the thin end of the wedge. Did I do a, a bad thing?
1: Um, I, I'm, I'm not sure if I would have
3: done that, but... Well, I had a friend
1: come round and, um, he said, what's the new neighbours? I said, that's him, all right, I came round today, blah, blah. I said, oh, he'll be able to hack all your emails and now look at your (laughs) internet history. That's what he said to me. So, all right, now I'm on the back foot. Oh, dear.
2: I just think the problem with this, you haven't really thought it through, like, a lot of things, because... (laughs) 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 No, hear me out. What's going to happen now, Frank... Is that wh- where's his incentive to purchase his own Wi-Fi now?
1: Mm. No, but he told me he'd already purchased. His oh, Wi-Fi, we told you he'd already but it was purchased. De- it's been delayed. Yeah.
2: Oh, it's oh, oh yeah, the checks in the post. We all know that one.
1: <laughs> but he's also, never going
2: to buy Wi-Fi.
1: If you think it's, it won't cost me anymore, though, will it?
2: What if he's doing illegal no. downloads into the night?
1: And then you get
3: prosecuted. I,
1: it's I mean, not I'm based not being funny. Well, not
3: you go down? <laughs> Well,
1: I, well, it's as well serious. I've established what happened early on. <laughs> on is air. this whole show an alibi for yeah, you? Yeah, this is, I've created an alibi. You
2: don't know what he's going to be watching.
1: <laughs> well, that's not my business. Although, <laughs> maybe I can, ha- I know his, I know he's. um, I know his Wi-Fi and password, maybe I can hack him. <laughs> Your neighbour
2: is David Badil. It's not him, is it?
1: No, no. Oh. He's a Russian guy. Bald head.
0: <laughs> Absolute. Absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
2: So, this character, your neighbour, when's, <laughs> yes. when's the old uh, Wi Fi? I mean, does he give you a date? I think he Can said a switch like, on. Big a switch on. I think
1: he said <laughs> midweek or something like that. Midweek, my eye. <laughs> <laughs> God, I was worried about that. Oh. <laughs> I re- I'm sure it'll be. I, I, honestly, you're making me. Um, I, I'm I just, think try- just trying to be a good neighbour. The Good Samaritan. Nice, yeah. That's I didn't actually, feel any uh, pressure, you know, I couldn't say no, I'm a Catholic. He's got your Wi-Fi
3: password and you've got his address, There's, it's <laughs> fine, it'll be fine. There's mutually assured destruction, isn't there? It's fine, nothing bad's going to happen. <laughs> no, totally, that's, that's totally what The so nice. thing
2: is, I'd give it a week and then I'm afraid passwords are going to have to be changed.
1: Oh, oh come d-
4: on! Come on!
2: That's the way out. That's a polite, passive-aggressive way <laughs> out. That a good idea. That's what I do. It's crazy. Imagine him no, going to log fine. on to watch his movies, <laughs> and what about? And it suddenly <laughs> and the password, and he gets the padlock. Oh, yeah. the padlock of Access shame! Denied. <laughs> Access denied. Access <laughs>
3: denied. <laughs> uh, straight round. What <laughs> <laughs> on earth? It'd be good if you were computer savvy enough to make it so <laughs> when he tried to log in. That'd I'd, be good.
1: Honestly, I'm, I'm, I think you're overreacting. It'll be fine. Although, why he asked for my bank details? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I, I, that bit I didn't understand.
0: You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio.
1: This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochrane. Text us on 81215. Come on. Follow the show on Twitter at <laughs> Frank on the Radio. <laughs> hey. On. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Yowza. Horrible. A bit of... Making it a bit more radio, I thought. Should we go a bit more trendy? Imagine if we went
2: trendy, Frank. Mm. That'd be
1: awful. It's not going to happen.
3: You did mention that uh, your neighbour has borrowed your Wi-Fi
1: code. I'm not sure if this is clear. Can I make it clear? I'm fine with it. It's you guys who think he's now an international... uh... Yeah,
3: but you did mention that it's sort of the modern version of popping around for a cup of sugar. Indeed. Mm. Um, Morning all, on the neighbour borrowing front, this is a text in from 768. On the neighbour borrowing front, a bloke moved in next door and asked to borrow a few tools. No prob, let's get off to a friendly start. I'm I not thought. sure if
2: I like no prob, but anyway, <laughs> let's get back to
3: it. A week later, he said, If you want the tools back, just ask. I said, If you've finished with them, don't you think you should return them? He took <gasps> major umbrage and never spoke to me for four years, eventually moving elsewhere. <laughs> tools were returned, in brackets. Oh. Yeah, but when? After four <laughs> years? <laughs> Doesn't say.
2: Oh, can you imagine the way the tools were returned as well? Oh, yeah. I would have left them in a yeah, passive aggressive pile. He found like the
1: scythe in the back of his Alsace. <laughs> 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 no, it's, uh, I, 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 I think that's fair enough. I, I, think, I don't think you should have to ask for them back. No. No. But the thing is about Wi Fi, doesn't really exist as such. Good point.
2: I borrowed a wine glass from my neighbour once, still got it.
1: Brilliant. Is he, are they still there?
2: I've moved. <laughs> since
1: then. Oh, hope it chokes you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we have a neighbour that pops round to use the printer. This is the modern world. On oh, that yeah. old line. <laughs> got, to, got to pop round
1: and print something off. I think William uh, Caxton say that. <laughs> I think it's in the <laughs> book of quotations.
2: Does the neighbour actually use the printer? Yeah. <laughs> she comes round. Oh, she? In, here we go. Comes round and
1: does some printing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I it was the toner.
4: <laughs> you know what I'm
1: saying? <laughs> 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 hey? <laughs> um, okay. Well, that, what's the difference? Does she bring her own paper? No. Well, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Tell me about it. Turn me into uh, Muggins. S- it's not as... Picking s- on Muggins here.
2: Muggins here.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um
2: It's not as potentially...
1: Violating. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> well, do you watch it actually using the printer? Do you leave her alone what do in the think room? you she's leave doing with leave it? Leave her in the office. She could leave her in the office. all the receipts. Oh, leave her in everything. the office. She's probably doing a stand-up show now, talking about uh, domestic items.
2: Where's <laughs> <That laughs> well, poor old Mrs <laughs> Cockle, when all this
4: is going on? That's my shtick. <laughs> that's I discuss
3: domestic stick,
1: it? items, yeah. I was listening to you on the radio this week, <laughs> oh, wait, talking about your kitchen. All right. Can I
2: ask, where's poor old Mrs Cockrell and all these shenanigans, printing shenanigans? Shenanigan, going? I
1: think, was his mum's maiden, <laughs> maiden <laughs> name. <laughs> <laughs> She's in the house. Sheila Shenanigan. Sheila shenanigan. shenanigan wouldn't be a bad name, stage name. No, it'd be all right, yeah. Is that She's that the texting, what's Alan's mum's name? And oh, then she could be called just... Sheila <laughs> Nanigan, and they call her <laughs> She for short. <laughs> OK.
3: What What are your neighbours pop round to borrow? That's another good texting. Mm. We can have that.
4: Yeah, you know, what's,
1: what's, what's the oddest thing you've loaned or, or loaned from your neighbours?
4: Wi-Fi. I like the idea
1: that Wi-Fi doesn't exist. I, 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 I Basically, he came around to borrow an abstract concept. <laughs> I mean, that is interesting. Um,
2: well, I wish you good luck with that, with that that. scenario.
1: <laughs> Thank you very much. Well, I'll, I'll keep you posted. In fact, if I have any interest, he'll probably keep you posted as well. <laughs> he'll keep you know posted. It. He'll know about it,
0: yeah. Skinner. Cochrane, together, the Frank Skinner show. Absolute Radio.
2: I tell you who I'd like to discuss because we haven't mentioned it yet, and I know old Ma Murray is uh, almost a friend of the show. Right oh, yeah, mm. enough. What about the daughter-in-law to be, Kim Sears? Kim Swears herself. more like, Kim, yeah. <laughs>
1: Kim that's what they I bet they say that in the Caribbean, Kim Swears. <laughs>
2: <laughs> she got a little bit excited at the Australian Open, haven't we all? And she got a bit of a cob on, haven't we all?
1: A cobber on. <laughs> <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. She used. Um, well, we don't all. know
1: exactly what she said, do we? This is the. There's I've it speculation. A lot. I've watched it a lot. If I had to put money on it, I would say that she said. Fear not, there's a shelf underneath five windows. <laughs> Which makes me think she was just chewing over a cryptic crossword.
4: mm mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
1: Clue. They
2: you could have probably explicit.
1: helped her
4: now. Yeah, you frank? But the
1: suggestions that she was um, using um, words from the dark side... Foul and abusive language. ...and called um, Andy's opponent a, ch- a flash <gasps> check something or other. Yes. Yeah, um, but Does I have to say... And I don't... She has never looked hotter than during that Oh, my God. Swearing. Oh, that's worth remembering. I really? I totally yeah. agree. Do Totally. You? Oh, is that what we
3: have
2: to do, Daisy? That she's never like...
1: been cool. Now she's cool. Now swearing she, is cool, factually. Well, I Everyone don't, knows I, that. I, I have to say, it's still, even now in 2015, still something a little bit exciting about women swearing. Oh. <laughs> there is. I, I still feels just a little bit wrong. I'm absolutely on board here. Yeah. Especially a nice brought up. You get. Yeah. Pre- she's a nice brought up girl, and suddenly you saw the smouldering siren that must have drawn Andy in all those yeah. years ago. She's a wailing banshee underneath. In <laughs> fairness, then to-
2: you must be you must be permanently red hot, Frank, because your partner Cathy, swears more than anyone I've ever met <laughs> in life. Yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> she swears less now we have a child because I, I keep saying oh. ah, uh, uh, and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, but um, she just looked. Kim as I always thought was a bit straight. I think, yeah. they, I think they have... Um,
4: yeah,
1: Do they have Highland Terriers or something? Yeah, something I mean like, they like have that. About, I think they have about 12 <laughs> Highland Terriers. Oh, no, surely mm. not. I think it's between, between 8 and 12. <laughs> and that made me think they were, you know... But... Um, Maybe she yeah. wasn't swearing at all. But and she was trying
3: like to spit out dog hair. <laughs> 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 yeah,
1: maybe. Lip reading wise, it looked. But she looked really, yeah, chill yeah. on that. She was wasn't serious. It? She
2: used to uh, uh, have that or having that. She went Delia.
1: Yeah, you having that?
2: She said something like, "Have uh, that,"
1: didn't she? Let's be having you. Yeah. yeah.
3: And <laughs> somewhat of a role reversal from the typical cliche of the woman holding the man back. I like the fact that for those people that haven't seen the clip, Andy mm. Murray says, "Leave it, Kim. He isn't worth it." <laughs> <laughs> and, and sort of pulls her back on a shot, though he doesn't. <laughs> but it's fun, brilliant.
2: There was a bit of a, uh, a twag off because they're not wags, they are twags, aren't they? Oh, yeah. And there was a suggestion that I believe her name's Esther, the other twag. Um, at one point, they had a split screen at the at the open, and they showed pictures of both of the girls. And oh. she swore again at that. She yes. didn't like that she was being compared to her. Oh. One engagement ring worth 250000
1: one worth £225,000. Ouchie.
4: Mm.
2: Just saying.
1: I mean, what's the difference? Wouldn't it be great if, I, if you were a close-up magician <laughs> <laughs> went in there pretending to be a uh, peripatetic jeweller, you got them to take those rings, <laughs> then you
4: locked
1: <laughs> lock them together so they couldn't separate them. What a prank that would be. That, oh. be, that would see, be. You see, I find that with the magicians. They're not prepared to go any extra mile. No, they don't do enough stuff at the Australian Open. Where they no. pick two people, they, they neglect the friends and families box. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what I about think that I, I think I saw
1: Ali Bongo Queens <laughs> once, <laughs> but uh, that, that's the only example. You can I get sued, pick sued for off. saying stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. It's a lovely club, though.
0: <laughs> Frank Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
2: Absolute Radio. So we've established that uh, if you're female, it's quite uh, alluring to swear. Well,
1: I'm just saying in the case of Kim Sears, I think because her persona is is quite um, clean, mm-hmm.
2: mm. so it wouldn't work for nice. me. Is what you're saying? Seem like a
1: nice girl. Well, I <laughs>
2: think I, have, I think
1: I have heard you swear. Yes, if I if I wrap my brains, I think I can recall that.
3: I think it's partly that. um she she hasn't sworn publicly yet. Maybe she's a big swearer all the time and this is just the one moment that it's come into the public domain, as it were, mm. which I also find great. <laughs> I think that's brilliant. I think... I don't know if you guys have this, but when I hang around with somebody who's a big swearer, it's a bit infectious. Do you find yourself swearing more when you're with a swearing person? Like, if I watch an episode uh-huh. of The Thick of It, I can't quite trust myself around the children. Do you know uh, what I mean? Okay. Like it's, you, you, and maybe... Maybe Andy Murray is more Scottish than we realise, and he okay. just turns the air blue, and that's actually why we all think that his inter- interviews are a bit boring, because he's, he's trying desperately him, not yeah. to it's swear. It's like
2: I start sounding more Birmingham around Frank. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I do. If I see it, because I, I, that's, you know, when I'll say, uh, do they? Someone noticed that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was so Birmingham.
2: It is, uh, that's that so was. Birmingham. I love that show.
1: I, um... <laughs> I think that, I don't, see, I thought that Kim's, if, if what they think she said is what she said, mm-hmm. she sounded like yeah. someone who was new to swearing and still enjoying the whole process <laughs> of, I'll say it and I'll say, oh, I'll add another one, and then, oh, maybe put another one in at the end of the sentence. <laughs> it no, really felt like she couldn't, like as a kid with a new toy with her swearing. <laughs> <What> <laughs> so um, I think she might have just started swearing at this, um, at this event. Also, Probably she- suggested by Moresmo. Um,
2: Yes, yeah, maybe. It'd be
1: good if maybe your girlfriend could swear more, I think, also good.
2: <laughs> is that the coach? Yeah. Who's the one who she came out with all these expletives and he just nodded afterwards? Oh, I don't know. Which is a good reaction. I think that was the coach, yeah.
1: Brilliant.
2: I don't and think Marmari will be pleased, though, Frank.
1: Well, she's in disgrace after Slickman.
2: <laughs> She'll be fine with it, won't she?
1: Drag the family name through the mire. <laughs> I, I think that like she says, the mire the merrier.
2: <laughs> <So> she says. <coughs> she said that to Irene Lafferty. I like the fact
3: that it's uh, tennis as well. Tennis is improved with a bit of swearing because it is quite genteel with them all in their white t-shirts. I tell you what, they are a bit. They,
1: they have gone a bit through the sports psychology ceiling. The tennis players, when yeah. you hear them interviewed, it's mm. all about you know my focus and mm. and all that. Massively improved by a bit of swearing, yeah, but
2: though, isn't it? You like it when footballers smoke Benson and Hedges and things, didn't you? You're from that era.
1: Well, I am from that era. I, yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Not, I, I wouldn't recommend that anyone smoked. Nor indeed no. would Absolute Radio as no. a, as an official body. Although I think Tim Henman was on the
3: list of sportsmen that smoked. Come or? on, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Blast from the past.
1: That's what I used to say when he lit up. <laughs> Come on, Tim. You can draw. You can draw deeper than that. <laughs> Oh yeah, he he was he needed encouragement Tim.
2: John Terry, he smoked. John Jensen, smoker.
3: John Terry of course swore as well. He was quite a swearer, <laughs> wasn't he? I
1: didn't know that Henman smoked, but That's I'll be honest, that's that's knocked me back on my heels again. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder Henman's ill. <laughs> oh.
0: The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from eight on Absolute Radio.
2: We've had uh, an email in from Greg, and I have to say... From Greg's? No, just from no, Greg. That's a I that's I think i found my soulmate, okay. because he says, Dear Frank, Emily and Cockrell, I've been meaning to contact you for quite some time to pass on to you a sharing technique, but never got round to doing it. I think he might mean showering. I okay. it's an
3: auto-correct, isn't it? Yeah. I think it might be.
2: You're so forgiving. I so am- imagine my delight when Frank told us about the delights of soaping without a water flow. I hope I can now offer you and your readers even more great shower techniques. My guilty pleasure is to sit down in the shower. I don't mean in those specially adapted showers, but rather just sitting on the floor, legs crossed and eyes closed. It works best...
1: It's a bit (laughs) birdy. Do you remember that film, Birdy? It's like a bloke, tortured man. Oh, no. Huddled on a... Yeah.
2: It works best if you have the directly overhead shower. Mm -hmm. I believe it's called Monsoon. Oh. just sit there for a couple of minutes in full flow and i can guarantee an amazing spiritual experience i've now tried it combining it with frank's soaping tip and it's even better please give it a try you'll never go back to normal bog standard showering now greg this is how i shower i've never showered and not sat down
1: really mm. wow
2: what i do is i'll talk you through what you need so is one
1: of those anti-slip mats <laughs> yeah
2: i just love it i get tired standing up How are you in there 25 minutes what?
1: The wasted water. Oh, um, my God. We need that man from the narrow boat. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> 20 minutes, maybe.
1: I went to, um, to Graceland's, and you're not allowed to go upstairs. Well, you weren't then. You weren't allowed to go into the bathroom, because that's where Elvis died. Mm-hmm. Oh. And, um, but I read a book saying that um, there was a, a black vinyl armchair <laughs> with quite a bit of um, sort of mould on it in Elvis's shower that he used to sit on. I always thought that was a <laughs> strange King Canute type <laughs> thing with the Elvis Elvis sitting in a... a ble- I mean, not even leather. It's like leather-look armchair a in the shower. waterproof leather-look. Well, I don't know if it was strictly waterproof. They said it had a bit of, you know...
2: But showering is meant to be relaxing. Why would you stand? Standing's horrible.
1: Um, because I want... You want everything to run off. That's the point, I think. I look, think I'm, I'm open... I think I've established I'm open mm. to any new sharing techniques. I'm going to try sitting down. So all is Alan, men's.
2: especially when a bit of printing's got to be done.
1: I um
3: I squat sometimes. I've oh, been squatting. Come on. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's horrible. No,
3: it's good for you. It's good for you. It's good for your stretching of your uh, gluteus maximus. And
2: I don't know if you've you
4: ever
1: been to, like, to uh, crouch down like there's a
2: primal. lot of you though.
4: Have you ever there been to the a lot. Far
1: East? I found that in Korea and Japan, you'd see like very old women waiting for the boss, yeah. squatting down exactly on, on their onkers, that, as they say. That we should all be doing. Old, more. old women in Britain couldn't have if they'd gone down no. there, they'd never have come back. No. absolutely. But yeah, it's amazing. That's, that's what I'm practicing. And sometimes I, I use one of them remember, to tie a shoelace. <laughs> one foot on a shoulder. It's <laughs> completely um, sturdy. No wobble or nothing. Yeah, they're static, aren't they? Amazing. Uh, Yeah, I do that for thirty seconds
3: or a minute. I mean, I wouldn't sit on the floor for two minutes. Why would you bother? It took me ages to get back
1: up. And then you go and wash the bit it's that was against the floor, the floor yeah. I sort of, like the back of a fridge. you
2: so revolting sometimes. <laughs> uh, three five eight, Frank. My neighbour borrows our cooker. It's an Aga, so it's always on. She used to walk our dogs. Paid, of course. Hmm. So when she was out on the walk, I like out on the walk, like being out on the lash, <laughs> her sausages would go in the oven. It was always difficult for me because I'd come home to the wonderful smell of cooking, but it wasn't my dinner. <laughs> just an empty house with the smell of a sausage.
1: Think of the poor dogs. They've come back from a long walk <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. smell of sausages in their house. It'd drive them absolutely insane.
2: That's Steve in Seven Oaks, we should say.
1: Yes, that's good. Uh, Do you think that still goes on, that? Or is that something that used to happen in Steve's house?
4: I don't know. See,
1: all these things, na- neighbours th- might listen to this and we could be changing the world as we go on.
0: Absolute, Absolute, absolute. Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I sounds so sexy great on that. Great vocals, oh. really great vocals. beautiful.
2: beautiful.
3: Uh, I have an email here. It's uh, it's quite a chunky one, so bear with me. Uh, hello, listen to the, uh, an old podcast, and you were discussing brief appearances on TV. And I feel I had a role that Steve Hall and maybe even Alan would be envious of. While travelling through India with my two friends, we were stopped and asked if we would like to be extras in India's very famous and very popular Janzi Kirani. How do you think I did there? That sounded all
1: right. Didn't well, it, it just sounds all right
3: to us. Okay. Fair <laughs> well, enough. We Indians at going, ouch! <laughs> After a very confusing day of standing around in full costume, we eventually appeared as English soldiers, where our role was to guard a cake. But our job was made harder by the fact that our chai tea was supposedly spiked with laxatives. Having never done any form of acting, it was a very interesting experience. <laughs> when we returned to England, we managed to track down our very own episode and felt like true celebrities. Oh. And they did indeed send a link. Uh, thought I'd share this story as it still amuses me to watch it back two years on from my acting debut. Thanks, Elliot. I've watched that, and it's good. You've yeah. watched it? Yeah, like I've watched it. the link, and it's good. It's quite complicated acting, that, Garden of cake and... I've pretending been... you've I taken
2: you laxatives. I'm yeah. not going to lie, I haven't. I was, was too busy I was watching um, That's So Birmingham on uh, <laughs> ca- on Catch Up.
1: No, I, I haven't, but I'm going to watch it now. I'm always looking
3: for tips. I think it's... I mean, you know yourself as a as a screen actor. Oh, God, yeah.
2: As <laughs> <That's> a screen <laughs> actor? <laughs> no,
3: before, before Doctor <laughs> Who, was sort of mainly a theatre actor, who'd done theatre acting... Mm. <laughs> and now yes, you've been yes. a screen actor, <laughs> haven't you? You've been a screen actor. Doctor Who. Where's <laughs> a party scarf?
1: <laughs> what do you remember those Apache scarves? Used to wear in the seventies, like a silk scarf with a with do a ring on
2: remember them? We've got about like one hundred and seventy at our house left over from dinner parties. I said, I hope so. Frank, can I ask you a question? I hope this doesn't embarrass you. Do you consider yourself an actor now?
1: Be, Can't be yourself. honest. <laughs> um Sorry, it's still there. Well, I um I, I think it's it's in the list, but it's not. Um, it's oh, not I thought too you just said it's in
2: the bones or something. It's It's, too in near, the jeans. it's
1: not right near the front.
2: Okay. Is it after...? When I, whenever
1: I get um, a, a form where I have to put in occupation, like I, I recently um, enlisted at my local doctor's surgery, you have mm. to put... I always write entertainer.
2: <laughs> you don't? I do. Oh, my God. Is that bad? It's just quite end of peer. I quite like it. Yeah, what else
1: am I going to put? But not... Act, no. I like to think actor is on the list, but it's, um, it's down there. It's about Although fourth I'm,
2: down. I'm, after... acting,
1: I'm acting this week. I'm going to be acting all week. Oh yeah, yeah. The uh, Inland Revenue are interviewing me. (laughs) (laughs) You
2: know where I think it is, actor, on your CV. Where? Go on. It's somewhere between blogger and internet provider. (laughs)
1: Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I think um, blogger. No. Maybe not internet provider. Yeah, (laughs) I am the. I am. I'm I'm rivaling uh, BT broadband.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to. Podcast from Absolute
3: Radio. We've had a text in about your acting prowess, Frank Skinner. Uh-oh. 770 has texted, Frank must consider himself an actor. That's not it. I I watched Flint Street Nativity the other day. God, remember that,
2: Frank? Bit, yeah?
3: To cheer myself up when I was ill, and he displays some very fine comedic acting. He then gives you they dot, dot, dot. My favourite bit was a little slapstick moment when he walks up the stairs of the stage slowly tre- tre- treading on his own dress
1: until he's so Or co- oh, is it to avoid treading on your own dress? Is that what it is? Well, I'm, I'm sort of King Herod, and I walk up the stairs, and I, I've got my robes on, and uh-huh. I step on the robe and just fall off the... It's a fall, I believe they call it, in the trade. Caught yes. up, he falls off the
3: stairs, giggling, thinking of it now. Bravo! There well, you go, that's a
2: review. The no, an actual that's, channel that, are
1: texting in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> is that where it's on? <laughs> <laughs> just oh, well, That's very sweet, That's thank the PR you. department. That, that'll help. I'll remember that this week when I'm thinking, oh, God, this is terrible.
2: <laughs> Do you get nervous when you act?
1: Do you like
2: that I'm doing this sort of in the actor studio interview with you this morning?
1: I think it's good to do things out of your comfort zone, like these guys who had to fake (laughs) diarrhoea. Fake diarrhoea, that's something that's never caught on in the (laughs) joke
4: shops.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They only do healthy excrement, if you think about it. They do, yeah, Yeah, very solid, That's a really good point. Why can't you get a bottle of dog diarrhoea for the the kitchen? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, everyone, sorry, this is uh, Breakfast Radio. But it's just struck me that the joke mm. shops are very, very uh, conservative on the fake mm. excrement.
2: Oh, they're very neat. Yeah. Flint Street Nativity. It's all of
1: a colour as well, no variety. True. Sorry. It's a
2: horrible conversation. Yeah, yeah,
1: we must stop now. I'm sorry, Flint I Street Nativity,
2: that was... Are we saying, uh, is that before football came home? Is that early 90s? It
1: was, um... You can sort of date it, because if you look, it was, it was uh, Neil Morrissey. Oh. Um... Who else was in it? Jane Horrocks. Oh. Me. Mm. It's sounded 90s she Patsy so it in it. No, she oh. wasn't in it. Oh, no. that
2: pantomime thing you did.
4: Anyway. She wasn't
1: in that either. Anyway, this is not a very interesting radio, I know. Just talking about my CV in a, a laid-back way. But I love it. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Do you want to go on to the second email, Frank?
1: Um, yes, the second email.
2: This is from Gary. He says, after hearing that Frank didn't like the fact that people rock up at Mass only at Christmas, I have a disappointing Mass story.
1: Okay, a disappointing Mass story.
2: (laughs) Gather by the fireside, everyone. This is my
1: kind of (laughs) radio.
2: I'm not a Catholic, but...
1: Oh, I've gone off it. What's next? I'm
2: not a Catholic, but... (laughs) I wanted to go to Mass on Christmas Day with my girlfriend to impress her. That's rather sweet, isn't it? Yeah, I
1: think, you know, it's, it's, it's there. It's there in everyone if they dig deep
2: i was left disappointed Uh. when not only this is like a bad trip advisor isn't it yeah when not only did they not sing any carols but the priest talked about how he was getting back into going to football matches and likened being a good christian to playing like um scott brown then chastised everyone for only coming out at christmas Uh. and the occasional easter i won't be going back
1: no, it's a strange. Um, I, I can see priests talking about football. That's very much an Anglican thing. I mm. once saw a, a local news article about an Anglican vicar who, who was using a ventriloquist dummy in the pulpit
4: <laughs> to do
1: the, uh, when he did the preaching. But, you know, you've got to... Uh, no, it's a mistake. Oh, I'd like to discuss this more, I think, but I have, I have important things like adverts and the news okay. no, yeah. and all that, but maybe we can come back to it. We'll see what happens. <laughs> I hate to end the hour on a sort of this limp.
0: <laughs> oh, well, it's like life.
1: You don't always have to have a, some sort of crescendo. Absolute,
0: absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
1: This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with uh, E. Dean and A. Cochrane. <laughs> You can text us on <laughs> eight twelve fifteen. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or email the show via the ABS website. Not the ABS website. Not that guy he used to be in uh, five,
4: five.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, it's, Absolute. It's more about our six pack, isn't it? Our ABS website. Yeah me and al's doing a six-pack <laughs> yep. based really? website, yeah tops off <laughs> tops off website it's cool we've all got one <laughs> yeah that's the title of it <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and when you look up to see what that is probably expecting something a bit saucier, you get um abdominal exercises yeah
2: so much pressure on men to have the six-pack now there is people talk I about the pressure on you on feel i feel, here so, here I
3: feel
1: you. for
2: men i mean you know? i i do so
3: many planks just to keep up with the uh, you know the plank you know the sort of oh, where you yeah. lie on the floor in a bridge position. Oh yeah, I know. Oh, I spend about. Do I know it? I run an ab-
1: abdominal exercise
3: <laughs> website. Of course, you, didn't. <laughs> you don't. I would say I spend about two thirds of every day in that position just to keep do my uh, core firm. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, wow, what a thought.
1: They um, don't
2: need to do that. Women aren't shallow; they don't care.
1: Mm. Hey, <laughs> okay. Mm. <laughs> I remember being at Warwick University sitting on a bench talking to a girl. God, I was absolutely on fire. I was at my wittiest and most interesting. Storming it. And I just noticed Something tells
2: me this anecdote is not going to end well for no. you. She kept
1: looking over my shoulder and, and there was like a, some workman chappy with his shirt off digging <laughs> a hole. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, that's that's life, isn't it? Isn't it? Eh? Anyway. At a univer- on a university <laughs> campus of all places.
3: <laughs> anyway, Frank, if I was to say we never go out of style, that would be good advice. Well, you, well, you wouldn't be talking about you two. No. Well, certainly not me. And if I was to say this <laughs> morning... in my play, CV? <laughs> We've played some sick beats. I might end up getting sued by Taylor Swift. Oh, she's, yes. She's trademarking said phrases. This sick beat and we never go out of style. I and, resent that. I resent it. And party like
1: it's 1989.
2: Hmm. Well, not in Frank's
3: case. Yeah, was
2: drinking
1: wasn't it. No, I'd, I'd already given up by then. Yeah. Oh, had you? Oh, yeah. Had you? If you're going to party, certainly party like it's 1989. Quite still in the throes of <laughs> regret and
4: <laughs> <laughs> isn't what that then? absolute
1: eighties um, slogan? Party like it's 1989. Is it? No. <laughs> think, Be interesting um... legal battle if it was that. Yeah. Mm. Also, I have to say that I said well I must be back in the early 90s I said this sick beat at the um, hospital bedside of <laughs> Allen Ginsberg <laughs> and um so, so that's so one
2: of those things you're going to wake up in the night and be so happy about that aren't you <laughs> I
1: know what you're like
4: um, uh, it is rather dear. fine
1: um, FYI, you're listening to Absolute Radio. <laughs> if you're confused by beat poetry <laughs> references, <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm so there'll
1: inclusive. Be one bloke, there'll be one bloke who's sitting in his bed in Northampton who will have got that, and it was for him. Yeah, maybe, a, maybe not a bloke. Maybe a I don't one. think it'll
2: be in Northampton. It might be in the northern quarter of Paris.
1: Well, Alan Moore lives in Northampton. You can't um, you can't um, assume that the uh, provinces don't have great minds. That told me not for a second.
0: Skinner. Cochran. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute radio.
3: So, can I, say I, didn't, can I just say I didn't party much in 1989? I was 14. And a late developer, so quite. Um, quite No, I wasn't one of those four. You parted parted a lot more than Taylor Swift did in nineteen eighty nine. Exactly, yeah. It's a strange thing that she uh, she would have had to Google what
1: it was like. (laughs) I I, I, I parted in nineteen (laughs) eighty nine only my
2: hair. (laughs) I think it's strange that she wants to um trademark nice to meet you where you been.
1: Well I'm not happy with that. (laughs) No. Because nice (laughs) to meet you suggests a new yeah. Always oh, very nice to me you. Would mm. you come here often?
4: Mm.
1: Where you been? Sounds like you've been going out with someone about five years and getting a bit, where you been? You're <laughs> standing here <laughs> on me own.
2: Who would Two you be? Two
1: trademarks.
2: You might use it with me, with my lovely tan at the moment.
1: Where oh, you Nice to meet you. Where well, you been? you can't ask people that anymore. Because no, they say, well, oh, I've been to the so long." <laughs> <laughs> In that voice, And yeah. they all
2: speak like that. Well,
1: and <laughs> that's the men.
2: But what's curious is there's a list of items. Did you see that? That you can't reprint these phrases on. They have to specify tote bags and backpacks. Yes. Yes. Napkin holders, paintbrushes, Christmas tree ornaments, and this is where it gets strange. Whips and harnesses. (laughs) I'm just saying you better ring your friends in the S and M community. Mm
4: -hmm. There's no No, this sick feet on those whips.
1: I think you're talking the tack shop there because I think because Taylor Swift, if I'm correct, me if I'm wrong, comes from a country and western background. Uh, Possibly. I either. bet a lot of people have got ornamental um, Taylor Swift saddles and uh, stuff. Probably, so yeah. um, it's, I think it's for that.
2: You can't have a whip with nice to meet you. I mean,. The horse is bolted by that stage. Yeah,
1: nice to meet you, where you've been, all my life. Well, I don't know, nice to beat you. <laughs> nice to beat <laughs> this you. This sick beat. L- this sick beat, it's all, it's all fallen into place. Oh, we oh, never yeah. go out of style, never go out with styles. So That's probably. the <laughs> subliminal message. <laughs> <laughs> After the way he treated her, he
4: treated her like dirt. <laughs>
3: I don't like well, the fact that these are things that people could say in conversation quite easily. Nice to meet you, where you've been. That's I think you're all right in trademark. conversation. Just don't put it on
1: merch. Oh, really? Is that, yeah. what, is that what it is? It is? Oh, oh, oh good, she's not, she's a not draconian. If she heard someone say it at a bus stop, unlikely oh. she'd be at a bus stop, I understand. <laughs> I'm saying all these things, I'm not totally sure who she is. <laughs> I'm going to be completely straight with you.
2: I quite like her.
1: Do I've you? reached an age now where there's a lot of very, very successful American stars who I don't quite know who they are.
2: You only see them in the mail online when you used to read that.
1: Um, yeah, I don't read that anymore,
3: you see. Bad news, I've trademarked the phrase, I've reached an age now. I, I think you've used money w- for that. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to make a lot of money out of uh, old people's homes. From mm. I've reached
1: an age now.
4: You've got I've, a few, um,
2: Frank's got a few.
1: I've got, um, you know people, when p- people talk about um, dog mess and they say dog dirt? Yes. Mm. I always call it dog smear. And I think that's a, a nicer. A, oh, there's some dog smear on there. It's it not like, nice. Is it not
2: nice?
4: No, no it, I it, it, nice. it
1: refers to something very sordid, but at the same time, it sounds like a, a lovely lakeside village <laughs> in Cochrane. <laughs> <Godbury. laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went up to Dog Smear for the, uh, for the weekend. I not think it
2: was sordid necessarily. Not sordid. Inap-
1: sordid's an overstatement, but. Um, mm.
2: Inappropriate for a Breakfast Radio. It's not nice. Yeah, it?
1: exactly. Let's move on to adverts where I feel we're safe.
0: Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio.
3: So, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I think it was, you uh, you dubbed me the motoring correspondent on this show. I don't know if, uh, Emily, you were on that one. It might have been when you Take were Take that weak. back. But mm. I, I like the fact that I've got a new title as motoring correspondent and... As you know, I drive a reasonable amount. I ride a motorcycle.
4: Mm. Mm. Um,
3: cycle? I cycle, yeah. Oh, I'm I'm a road user, that's for sure. Um, I, I broke a dock the other day. I did a thing for the oh, first time th- ever. Th- just missed a turning and but, uh, caught uh, one. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I was driving behind somebody who had a brake light that wasn't working, and I pulled up at the side of her at the traffic lights. Oh, you did that thing? She did. She wound a window down. So oh, did she? you got a brake light that's not working. And she said, oh, thank you very much. And I really oh. felt like brilliant. Actually. She knew. <laughs> I've never done that do you before. Do you you're she probably the be... eighth
1: or ninth person that said
3: that to him. I would be so, so irritated
2: by you. Oh, as really, you I thought away... that was a good thing to
3: do. Do you, you know, know what
2: then it then reminds I... me of? It. It's a bit someone leaning over your computer saying, you've got your caps lock on. <laughs>
4: My <Mind laughs> drone. Yeah. I bet as you Mind drove off,
1: <laughs> as you drove off, she thought, fear not, there's a shelf underneath five windows, which is what Kim Sears said. Probably. <laughs> <at the> tennis. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Yeah, she probably turned the air bleak. That's good, though, I'd never do that. The well, only I, time I've had that done you? to me is I've felt people saying, I nearly wrote, drove into the back of you, mm-hmm. brake lights, etc." Yeah. But well, um, that was a proper um, light exchange. It yeah. does make her
3: vehicle safer, and at the risk of sounding like uh, Mr. Policeman, I think you can get three points for having a, a, a brake light out.
2: I'm sorry, but I can't bear that. It's like... They wind down, they say, your tires are looking a bit low. low. Oh, well, that's
3: good advice, too, especially winter. Don't make personal
2: comments. (laughs) (laughs) I won't have it.
3: But then there was a problem, because then as soon as I passed her, I was behind another car that had a stoplight out. Another one. Another one. I was thinking, what am I, Robocop? Am I going to do everyone? (laughs) So I, I couldn't catch them at the well, I, w-
1: I wouldn't have the courage to do it. I think people might not thank you for it.
3: Well, that was my concern, but then it went so well that now I think, I've got to roll this out. I've got to take it out People don't want,
1: they don't want the truth, that's fine. Well, I'd be quite
3: happy to hear that there's a break light bulb out because then you think, well, that's, that could go on my to-do list. <laughs> um, and on top of that, the Cochranes are having what I think people would call a dinner party this evening.
2: Oh, now we've you're got, talking my language. We've got
3: some neighbours coming round. We've got...
2: Oh, the Uh, neighbours.
3: We've been... Well, yeah, kind of neighbours, people that we meet
1: at the school. Hide the modem. (laughs) (laughs)
2: That's my advice. Hide the modem. 1997. I'm
1: unplugging (laughs) the printer, don't worry about that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it depends if the other neighbour might be working on it at the time. So, um... So there's a couple and
3: a, a, a lady that lives across the road are all coming. So that's officially a dinner party, isn't it? If
2: oh, so is she be... coming um, hand Solo then?
1: Yes, I think so. Are you sure you've Unless gathered everyone? A, a plus one. Is there anyone who's still fairly adjacent to your house who hasn't been invited or find out about this party and think, well, why wasn't?
3: Well, that would worry me. Well, actually, yeah. You know that,
1: Street, that Street, that know, that Fen Street, Street yeah. Nativity yeah. thing we were talking about, the fact that, Jane Horrocks invited the entire cast except me to her party afterwards. <laughs> <But> <laughs> what,
4: that, what I love I about
1: that, that feel.
2: is you've really moved on and, yeah, forgiven so, her wow. and dealt with it, wow. and you don't ever talk about it no, every no, no, show we I'm, do. I'm
1: absolutely fine with it. Wow. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. So um, does Club that deep? mean
2: that David Badil has to come to all your social engagements? Because he's in the road. And he is a bit twitchy, curtain So he'll know. Uh, yeah.
1: Well, it, I think I only have about two a year, and mm-hmm. he does come to. Mm, yes.
4: That's good.
1: So yeah, what, so, what's it like? What's it like having a dinner party? I'll <laughs> oh, hold that. Hold that thought. <laughs> because f- asking Emily Dean that, that could be a very long thing. So I'm going to play. I'm going to play some lovely music. <laughs> oh yeah. I got plans why, for us. By way of a cliffhanger.
0: The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from eight on Absolute Radio.
2: What about when I asked Frank if his parents had dinner parties <laughs> and he openly laughed at me?
1: Yes, they had dinner. But they didn't but they have dinner? It, they had it at half uh, past twelve.
2: So there no, um, they wouldn't invite uh, couples round and open wine?
1: No. Okay. Well, we used to get the neighbours would come round oh, that's and sit nice. for it's a bit. They wouldn't come party. round for a meal. They wouldn't, no, yeah. Just pop in. When Mrs Weston came round <laughs> and put, um, put the alarm clock... <laughs> On the kitchen t- on the kitchen table, and the yeah. face halfway up the face was urine. And Why? she said, "So we dropped this in the, in the in the in the in the pot in the bedroom. Do you, can, can you do you think you can mend it for us?" That was the kind of dinner parties we had. A little insight into the community you grew up in. There. Exactly, it's something about the community uh, I grew up in. Incidentally, we talked about Wellingtons.
3: Uh-huh. There was a man
1: who delivered um, papers uh, uh, newspapers. Paper boy. Uh, well, we called him Teddy the Paper Chap. Ah. Oh. Um, but I think he was also known locally as the Beano Man. Nice.
4: And he was.
1: Um, he wouldn't waste money on paper boys. Oh. And so he used to deliver all the papers himself. So you'd see him out at maybe three o'clock in the afternoon delivering the Daily Mirror or whatever in the morning. And he wore well. He only ever wore Wellingtons. I never saw him Did in he? anything else. And he used to cut off his trousers at the level of the Wellingtons. Just wasn't sort of racket, Jimmy like. Cricket, wasn't it? <laughs> no, but he was a local legend. I remember his sister worked in the shop, and I went in there once. She was eating a lard sandwich. Oh. And uh, as I, w- I was getting me the paper, a piece of the lard fell off. If you ever seen anyone lick a lump of lard off a fingerless glove,
2: uh what do yeah. you think <laughs> With my line of work?
1: Maybe not. <laughs> Never even seen lard. But your mum and dad might have been in step though. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> or something.
2: So, dinner parties. Okay. Yeah, I'll tell you
3: how I operated last time when we went to theirs. Why didn't you dinner. tell me
2: how you operated last time? They
3: invited us for dinner and I I'll be honest with you, I dreaded it and then mm-hmm. went there and really enjoyed it. Drank too much red wine. That's why At you 3 a.m. I was sick. Oh. And uh, that's and on the Sunday is
2: powerful, Frank? On the Sunday oh, I had no hangover, beat.
3: whereas my wife did. <laughs> so that was my MO last time. Dread did it, you throw enjoy at it. House? No, at my own home.
2: And you must comfort. have been really saying some embarrassing things, though. <laughs> I mean, if you were that drunk, <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm not laughing. If you vomited, <laughs> can you imagine the sort of stuff you were coming out with?
1: Imagine those red bits in the corners <laughs> of your mouth. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, hate yeah, of I hate that. There's a lot of that. Hate that. What fire. did you say
2: to Mrs. cockle Excuse me, love. I've got to go off and be sick. I said to her
3: on the Sunday when she was complaining about her sore head. I was saying, feel great. 3am vom, feel great. That's yeah. what I, I know it's not great, it's oh. not glorious, is
1: it? But going that's... out as one of
2: EMF or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's how you have a stressful
1: job, you're entitled to relax. <laughs>
2: thanks, thanks very <for> much.
1: <laughs> that's all, all right.
2: Stressful job. There you go. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> quite no. stressful. Well, uh, uh, what a surprise, Perno in the morning sympathising.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: But yeah, that was how I
1: worked, but I don't know Perno if you can do that. in the morning, <laughs> then just... Turn
4: away.
1: <laughs> In that pause, I was thinking, what's the next bit? I can't remember the next bit. I had a panic, but I held it together. I'm quite pleased with myself.
0: Absolute, Absolute, absolute. Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, you're
2: throwing a dinner party.
3: Mm, yeah, of sorts.
2: Uh, we've got some, there are some basics here. Okay, cool. Don't I'll get my ask pen people to take their shoes off. Oh, I was going to... No.
1: Get things off on the wrong foot. can I stop you there?
2: Well, I'm going to stop you there. No, I'm stopping you. When I go to Frank's, what they do is quite clever. There's a series of shoes lined up in the hall.
3: Hunter Wellies.
2: No, just shoes. So Mm. it makes people instantly think, oh, I'll take my shoes off. That's different. That's hinting. Don't Mm. actually ask them.
1: Okay. (laughs) David Baddiel came around the other night.
4: Mm -hmm. Oh, he didn't take his shoes (laughs) off, did he?
1: He came around on his birthday. Yeah cat I was upstairs putting Boss to bed. Kath let him I always say take your shoes off to people, Kath's yeah. a bit bit more. So she didn't. So he went down into the kitchen with her. I came downstairs, walked down, I could see a chunk of dog smear <laughs> <laughs> on every oh, no. carpeted step down <laughs> oh, to the no. kitchen. And I got in I mean, and Did I you am, say something. I didn't think people still did. I haven't seen that since the seventies.
2: Oh dog smear? Yeah.
1: No. It was almost like it, it was dog smear from memory lane.
2: Well, what's more important, your carpet or your guest's well-being?
1: Well, it'd have been all right in, in, in socks. And also then he felt guilty about it. He, he offered to clean it up. <laughs> I would lo- look it back and said, well, oh, that's well, good of you. Know. <laughs> I'll go and yep. get some Dettol. But of course we didn't. Get the rubber gloves. But Cathy's still scrubbing at it now because she thinks it'll make um, something terrible happen to Boz if he puts his hand in it. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, wait till he gets to university. There's worse than that there. Let me tell you. Um, <laughs> if they bring booze... Manners dictate that you open it there and then. You oh, do really? not put it in the fridge, mm. especially not if it's champagne and you've got school or something. I must
1: mean I've took snacks that I've been looking forward to <laughs> and they've never come out at all, just gone in a cupboard. <laughs> so I, br- I brought it for party. No, I haven't brought supplies. Yeah. I brought, I'm, I'm contributing <laughs> to the evening. Otherwise, I'd have got you, you know, a nest of tables. <laughs> mm mm-hmm. Oh, so you have to drink it when they're all there. I, I agree. There should be a five? table. It should be like at a wedding. The <laughs> gifts go on a table. And if if it hasn't been touched, it can take it away with you.
3: <laughs> but that could backfire, though, because we've occasionally gone to a gathering and taken some wine that we thought was minging, going,
1: oh, well, it's going to just go... <laughs> it's just going to go in the... This is a good thing. It encourages you to take nicer stuff.
4: Yeah, Another thing I'll
2: say... If there's a woman, don't expect her to help in the kitchen. I was at a dinner party. Hang on. One of the women said to me, "Should we go and help in the kitchen? I said, sorry, I don't do that. I said, I, I think I'm better out here telling anecdotes. <laughs> I did. Excellent. You were
1: right. You were right. right. I you. think, yeah. Horses for courses. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's yeah. what we're serving, up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. What, all <laughs> three courses? <laughs> what, uh, yeah.
3: It's three different types of horse. Uh... Well, of course, we
1: get people around. Uh, uh, me and Kath have this signature invite in which people come, we invite them for dinner, and they cook. What? I love that. Yeah, that sounds good. And then you they did it cook. With the two cheese? They cook, and then of course we wash up. So it's the time honoured bargain: you cook, mm. we wash up. But do it, you know, do it at hours. Otherwise, you go around someone's house, they cook, you go home, they have to wash up as well. It's oh, not yeah. fair. Mm. You know what I'm talking about, Willis? <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Frank Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio
2: i had an email from 731, a text, I should say. Dear Alan, Frank and Emily. Alan first, because I'm a northerner.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Re-shower tips and tricks. I religiously brush my teeth in the shower. It's the first thing I do in there, and it feels great to lather up with a clean set of teeth. That,
4: um, that's
1: not a bad idea.
2: He continues. Lots of my friends disapprove and are somewhat disgusted by the idea of brushing with hot water, but after making the move to shower brushing several years ago, I've never looked back. Just wanted to know what you all think of this practice, and that's lots of love from Funky D now and go.
1: When Funky D is it he or is she? Uh,
2: I don't. Oh, I'm going to go. Is he. it like White
1: D? <laughs> <laughs> don't know, Funky D. <laughs> well, Funky D? Let's. When Funky D has finished cleaning their teeth, do they then hold up their open mouth to the shower head to rinse?
2: No. Oh, I see. That's
1: quite a big statement, isn't it?
2: But can I, I'm with Funky D because. I sometimes brush my teeth. Often on the go, I'll do it in the car. I do it. In, I did it in bed last night without the use of water. What really? Mm. But I, where did you spit? I don't spit anywhere. I swallow it.
1: <clears throat> <laughs> I've got one of those. Um, you know those vending machines with the things that you chew to clean your teeth. Yes? I've got one of those. Have you? No. <laughs> But sometimes I say things just to change the subject. <laughs> oh, I'm
2: sorry. It was a complete little mistake. No,
1: it's, uh, no, I don't think it's good to, see, to eat um, toothpaste. That's not, really not what it's for. Is it not? No. Will
2: any dentists get in touch with me?
1: Yeah. Yes, there'll be dentists. Uh, I think we they have. They will now. Um, we've uh,
3: we've also got <laughs> an email saying, Morning, peopleoids. Uh, when I was a kid... <laughs> We were the only people on the street with a landline telephone. We had a neighbour who used to come round to use oh, it. Oh, we time had one of those,
1: Mrs. Um, what was she called, Mrs. Morgan? cross the road was the only person who had a landline uh, only person who had a landline we had a neighbor who used to come round to
3: use it from time to time and spend about 20 minutes talking to her mother <laughs> she'd always smile put a thumb up and leave 2p on the sideboard the price of a three minute call in a phone box my dad never said anything because her husband used to let him go around and watch the cup final in color
1: <laughs> steve in sheffield well that's exactly my point you see yeah you- Push pull. Yeah, it's you, you know look after each other when you're neighbours. Who knows what I've got to come in exchange for that Wi-Fi?
2: Mm-hmm. I dread to think.
1: Well, I'll get you posted. You can count on that. <laughs> um, Pete Donaldson is up next. Lovely. Yeah, and um, thank you so much for listening this morning. I'm sorry about my slightly croaky voice, but um,
2: and I'm just sorry in general.
1: Uh, well, anyway, um, what are you pointing at? Hold <laughs> it. A daisy's pointing at something. What's the matter? Yeah, I know that.
2: Worst ending we've ever <laughs> had to the show. Sorry,
1: but Daisy, I'm in the middle of flow, I know <laughs> exactly what I'm doing, and, and the producer suddenly thinks, like, you know, oh God. I th- it's about time I earned my corn here and said <laughs> something. Anyway, if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week, and um, now, well, get out.
0: The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Try to